Floyd. to For a Better America, the podcast about America, how we got here, our history, and um, some of the systems we have in place, how it's good for us, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and some things that we could do to make our nation better. And uh, in this episode, and this is something I want to go ahead and incorporate into the beginning, because there's so many things we get bogged down into, whether it's the negative news or whether it's the more long format going into different topics but I think um, a good news Friday would be a pretty good thing to incorporate into the podcast at the very beginning so this is good news Friday this is um, we in early June of 2020 and over the last about two weeks there's been um, protests all around the United States and all around the U.S. Um, obviously all around the world, on um, the globe. And the reason for this protest has been because, um, there's been a nature of law enforcement to use, uh, a certain level of force and aggression towards the uh, minority community. And, um, the real event that triggered this protest to where it was just a straw that broke the camel's back was, um, a uh, man named George Floyd. He, um, police officer was called. He apparently had used some counterfeit, um, bills or something of that nature. And, um, the officer kneeled on his neck until, um, he literally died and he was begging for his life as he died. And the officer did not let go and he was in handcuffs. And this happened on May 25th and that did trigger a protest around the United States very quickly. And eventually the war caught on and it's, um, a good thing to see. Um, on March 13th, um, 2020, there was um, a young lady, Brianna Taylor. The cops in Louisiana tried to execute a silent warrant, and they did go into the house in a manner that a rational individual would believe that they had criminal intent because it was a silent warrant. They did not necessarily have to announce themselves properly. That would be the whole point of a silent, silent warrant. We can go in we don't want to let the crooks know we are coming. However, um, they were in the wrong home. The suspect they were looking for was already in police custody. And um, the people in the house, Brianna Taylor and her boyfriend, her boyfriend acted in a manner of what I would call self-defense because when someone breaks into your home in an apartment complex and you are not sure what's going on, um, you may very well be frightened. <laughs> um, and you may very well um, try to defend yourself. In this unfortunate event, um, Mrs. Brianna Taylor was sleeping in her room and shots rang out in the apartment and she was killed. She was an EMT. She appeared to be a very good person and, um, regardless of this was a situation where, um, using things like silent warrants, which is something we could get into in the future, certain ways in which I do think the American policing system operates today that I don't think the founding fathers would ever even allow so a silent warrant in George Washington's time would be considered 
Pierre Overridge and may very well get an officer killed. And um, yes, and no chiefs at that point would even want to execute that. So um, this young lady died, and in the month before that, February twenty third, um, twenty twenty, Ahmad um a young man in Georgia, he died before his twenty fifth birthday, about a week or two before that. He was tracked down by some men, um, got into his scuffle, and uh, they shot him to death. This was two old white men and a tall individual that um, so he was hit with a truck, continued to run for his life, um. Approached in an aggressive manner, tried to defend himself, and um, he was shot. What happened here, um, and again, this is Good News Friday, so there is a good news about this, believe it or not, was what we saw was a series of actions that seemed to be happening each month. The Ahmad Arbery situation appeared to be a cover-up because um, the cops lied to his mom. Um, the people who acted in this manner got away with it, or they were supposed to get away with it, and there was public outcry. And now they're being charged. So this man almost got away with murder. And now they're being charged. The outcome of this case have not been, um, has not played out yet. The Judge Floyd situation, the officer is now being charged. He looked like he wasn't going to get charged. Um, but he's now being charged. And the Brianna Taylor situation, no one has been charged yet. However, um, it looks like there's some pressure. The police chief was going to resign. However, he hasn't fired due to another incident of his officers opening fire in a protest and they did not have their cameras on the body cams which they actually should have especially in a very heated situation like that um so this is a series of events that have happened it's caused a big uproar it's caused a protest some property has been damaged um however the good news about this or the good news friday about this is what I have seen and what I've observed is people are coming together and it used to look like when things like this happen, people try to make a reason as to why it doesn't happen or why or people try to justify the killing of these people saying, oh, maybe they shouldn't have been in the wrong place at the wrong time or oh, it's an accident or oh, maybe they were resisting arrest. And, you know, they just try to make all these reasons as to why this, this, you know, killing of people or black people is justified. However, what I'm seeing here in June of 2020 has been more, no, this shouldn't happen. Um, no, the cops acted in a manner that was way too aggressive. This was the value of human life. And this is coming from both sides, but the black community, the white community, the uh, Hispanic community, even the Asian community is uh, coming together and um, speaking against this. Um, a few years ago, when there was um, protests against police brutality, there was dialogue. Um, there was dialogue. That was what we had. Today, what we have is um, accountability. We have officers getting fired, officers getting charged, the United States Congress looking into bills that would increase accountability, that would take away some protection. And this is not an anti-police um, officer bill in its current, current language, and I wouldn't support that, but it is a bill that does help our community to where officers can operate in a manner that keeps them accountable. Um, the good news here is just we're, we're just having dialogues. We're having people retire. We're having people be fired. We're having people being charged and as they should. We're having people that do in fact or have abused their power over time and have gotten away with it because they're behind the badge and we're having them being held accountable. Accountability is key here. 
um, there is an international support for this. This is not just, you know, there's a protest in over 200 cities in the United States. That's a huge, it's been uh, one of the highest levels of protest I've observed in my lifetime. Um, there's a great deal of local support. And a good amount of this have also led to companies saying we will, we will spend money investing in black businesses and black communities. Um, I've always said part of, um, societal problems for the black race is, um, socioeconomic and to see funds and organizations saying, Hey, we're going to actually invest in these communities. Um, is something that I deem to be very positive. Um, I think we may see some of the wealth gap over time if this continues between the black and the um, Caucasian community, which is good. Like, you know, the more people are doing socioeconomically, um, that may play other roles into their life. And that's, you know, education could go up in the black community. Crime rates may very well go down because the crime rates are, in fact, higher in the more black impoverished community and same with the white impoverished community. So when you put money in areas like that and it's applied and used properly, there's innovation coming out of those communities, but it's recognized and there's money and access to capital that will help the community. When you invest in businesses, they can hire people and that does reduce unemployment in those communities. And that does in fact reduce the amount of violence over time in those communities. So seeing some of this positive things happening from both the corporate side of the equation, the legislative side, and also the law enforcement side is something that is very good, very interesting, and something that is needed in our society. And something I listened to on a, a podcast with Eric Weinstein was he talked about the civil rights movement and how after World War II, um, the nation had suffered together and it was just, it was, it was a little bit easy for them to come together and pass a law, you know, that blacks and women had lacked for a long time. And I think with COVID, um, LinkedIn and the challenges that everyone have suffered one way or the other, you could see that, um, Americans are working together for a more equity and justice like society for all. And especially for the minority community where that's lacking in some instances. And I think a big positive to take from this is when we suffer together, that can bring about change. I am not sure that if things were going just the way they were, everyone is going to the respective jobs, everyone is living their lives, and we see this crime and this unnecessary use of force against the black community, that people will come out and show this much support and take action. I mean, we have people getting fired. We have people getting account, being held accountable. And we have officers and mayors and governors, like really changing their behavior on both sides of the um, fence on this. And I am not convinced that if, if, if COVID was not a 10 and people were not, you know, if unemployment was not, you know, at an all time high and people were not all suffering one way or the other, regardless of their race, that we would have come together. And really say, you know what? Yeah, no, this is this is America, and we're just not going to trip it with this way. So in a way, it's like in this unfortunate time, and it is sad time that we're able to come together as a nation and work towards the justice and equity for the minority community. And it's not just in this legislative side. You know, this is corporations. This is I have seen people within my own circle that's younger white people 
mid twenties, late twenties, early thirties, early forties, explaining to the older relatives what is black oppression, um, how it is in fact systematic. It's not a I hate black people holding up a KKK sign, but it's a we both go before a judge. We have this like same crime. You get maybe maybe probation. Black person gets um a longer sentence in some community service or can go to jail. Um it's been pulled over and communicated in a manner like you're a human being, so therefore you communicate to the officer and be respected and it doesn't escalate. And then it's being people pulled over, being talked to as though you're an animal, and then you feel slighted and then you react and now you're in jail. You know. Telling the officer I have a gun in my car and the officer saying you have that right. Um, and then being the other race and saying the office have a gun in my car and getting shot. And is saying black on black crimes. However, if you look in those areas, look at the socioeconomic problems, you would see why there is in fact that problem. So I like what I've seen that we've suffered together, but in a way we've come together to stand for justice and equity for the minority community. And it's been a strong push and a strong education opportunity for everyone. And I really think this is how you, in fact, become, um, this is how, in fact, we, as Americans, um, become better. This is, you know, this, this is like one of the purpose of this podcast is that, like, what can we do to become better? What are some of the systems that we have built that is good, but also it is bad and it's also like ugly. It's also neutral. Like, what is, and I think the, um, police reforms is, you know, execution of silent warrants. Maybe that's something we could really review on a national scale. Maybe all officers should, in fact, have um, cams on them, and maybe that would, in fact, change behavior. Maybe certain training will change behavior. And looking at those things and really breaking down those factors and trying to build a better policing system in the U.S., trying to build a better criminal justice system in the U.S., is a part of how you get to America. We can't be the land of the free and they have and have 25% of the world's incarceration population. That's a little contradictory. So the good news is accountability has been held. Um, there is some change. There is massive majority support than there is criticism, which in the time of Kaepernick, there was more criticism than there was support. Right now, there's more support than there is criticism. And that's a positive thing. And we are doing better in America. And that's amazing. So um, hold your head high. Support the movement, stand for something good, educate yourself, be a good listener, fight against your own biases too, because there's some things you don't know that you think you do, but if you, you know, like every black friend, actually pick up the phone and call them and listen to what they have to say, don't focus on arguing on being right, there's a time and a place for that, and um, let's be better, I hope everyone have a good weekend, thank you.